Hey, LT Insiders, this week, a list of some of those must-do things for those lucky enough to be living in Japan. And if you're not yet, think of this as that carrot to get you over here. Let's go. Welcome to the ALT Insider Podcast, dedicated to making you have the most fun possible while living or dreaming about living in Japan. Whether you've been here for years or are just starting to consider it, we've got you covered. And now, your host, broadcasting from somewhere in Japan, James. Hey, ALT Insiders. Yes, this is James from ALTinsider.com. Welcome to episode number 006, which is my list of things that you must do during your time in Japan, whether you're here for just a year or you're here for 10 years in the country. Now, I'm sure I'm going to leave off stuff that you think should be on here. That's cool. Everyone's must-do list will be different. No two experiences ever alike, so keep that in mind as we go on here. Let's dig in. Tops on the list is visiting Tokyo. Not because I think it's like one of the best places in Japan or anything, because I definitely don't, but just because it's a sight to see. I went there the first week I went to Japan, and I was like, you know, whoa. There's pretty much something for everyone in the city. You know, whether you like shopping, you like video games, sightseeing stuff, you know, the dog by the station, they got everything. So definitely, if you're in Japan for a short period of time or a long period of time, you got to stop by and check it out for yourself. I spent like, I don't know, just like hours walking around with my jaw on the floor the whole time, probably looking like, you know, biggest tourist of all time but who cares i was just like whoa this is really japan i'm really here just soaking it all in it was cool during my time i had someone asked if i wanted a special massage i turned that down regretfully i saw the biggest like retro game video store ever i went to karaoke for the first time and my time in tokyo was awesome and everyone needs to go give it a shot at least once to see if you can have an amazing time too and i'm pretty sure you will quick note though remember that tokyo is not really japan or it's not all of japan like, the people of Tokyo aren't everyone in Japan. Just like the people in New York aren't representative of all the people in America, right? It's just a very different part of Japan from the countryside and even, like, other big cities, right? Now, there are pluses and minuses that come with that, but just don't think that the whole country is, like, what Tokyo might make you believe. Spend at least a day there, explore, experience, eat, then go someplace else and try to get a taste of other parts of Japan as well. Like, if you go to Australia and visit Sydney and say, like, well, I know what Australia is like now, that's not really smart, right? So don't make that mistake. Don't let Tokyo be your only stop if you have any choice, but definitely make it a stop during your time in Japan. Next on the list is finding your favorite Japanese food after trying it all, of course. Now, yes, that means not though too. It's nasty, but you got to try it, right? A huge part of any country is the food, so don't be scared of anything, at least for the first time, right? Raw horse, raw squid, all that stuff. I could go on forever. That doesn't sound good. When you try it, it's not that bad. I mean, there's a reason people have eaten this stuff for hundreds of years before you. There's hundreds of years of tradition. Just think, the crazier the food is, the more of a memory that you will make when you eat it. Like, I still remember the first time I had raw squid, like, very vividly. And I still don't like it. I don't eat it now. But that first night I tried it eight years ago is like a good memory. I don't know, good memory, but a memory. Small pieces I can handle now, but like big pieces are still like just, I don't know, it's like rubber. It's still like a tire for me. I can't get over that. Anyways, don't just go to fancy restaurants either. Check out fast food places, even go to McDonald's, even if it's just to check out the menu. I mean, the Big Mac's the same, but there's stuff on that menu that might be surprised by. Fast food is unique to every country, so I mean, I think that's part of the, the whole food landscape of a country, right? You know, curry, hamburgers, udon, ramen, you got to check it out. They have it all, check it out. I mean, there's still, there's just the same beauty in a 500 yen bowl of ramen as there is in a $300 sushi lunch. I mean, well, not the same beauty, but same importance to the culture. So, you know, check out everything, right? Next on the list is visit Okinawa or Hokkaido or both if you can. I mean, similar to the visiting of Tokyo, visiting either of these places is like getting a different taste of Japan. 
Both are very different from the mainland, Okinawa more so, but, and they will give you more of a complete perspective of what Japan is. So if you go to Hokkaido, why don't you try to go skiing? They got a lot of mountains there that are perfect for it. And a lot of, you know, people come to Japan just for the skiing in Hokkaido, so it must be good. If you go to Okinawa, you know, you should go surfing. That's not to say, like, that's not what all these two places are about, but it is a big part of those prefectures and what makes them special. Okinawa especially has basically its own type of special food, dialect. It's really different and worth checking out just to just to see what Japan's all about, right? Not just about what your city's about or what the big cities are about. Now, if you're not into those two places, I mean, you can just substitute them with Osaka, Kobe, whatever, and I'm sure it'd still be a different experience. So basically I'm saying visit other places, not just where you live and not just Tokyo, right? Check out every check out as many places you can in the time you have while you are in the country. Next, we come to Hanami. Now, yes, this is just a big excuse to drink, but you know, that's, that's kind of the point. Hang out with people under some trees, having a beer during the afternoon. It's such a good atmosphere that I think it's like kind of, I think it's really unique to Japan. Like it's not like the college, hey, look, let's get day drunk kind of thing where like, you know, you just find a field and there's no reason you just get drunk. I mean, that's cool too, but Hanami is like that, but it adds to the classiness of it because the cherry blossoms make it seem, I don't know, more legit. I don't know why, but this it's true. I know that probably sounds stupid, but it, I mean, it is. But still, Hanami is worth doing once. Everyone you go with, there's always a good feeling. There's no bad vibes. It's just a good feeling, you know? And even if, it's, and you always make at least one new friend. Even if he's like 65 and, I don't know, pees on your blanket, you still make a friend. And you'll probably forget his name the day after or hours after, but still, you made a new friend. Don't miss out on Hanami at least once. Next is another sort of small experience, but it's equally important, and that is all night karaoke karaoke even if you don't like singing even if you're introverted you got to do it even if it takes you going by yourself you'll find some friends there i mean i've had some great nights singing you know god knows what songs with god knows who karaoke is just a big part of the nightlife in japan and so don't miss out on giving it a chance even if you think like hey i'm not a big singer i don't want i don't want to put my voice out there who cares no one cares i mean they basically every song you ever want and you know what it turns out after a few drinks everyone's into karaoke you know so Sing your high school prom song, wedding song, whatever. Sing songs that bring back memories and let the good times roll. I mean, remember, you're singing those songs in Japan, which makes it totally different and cool, right? Now, next is visiting a shrine and a castle, or a castle, I should say. Now, for me, this doesn't require a long, drawn-out day trip, but definitely schedule in a few hours to check out a shrine and a castle during your time in Japan. I'm not a big spiritual person, like, in any way, but you can kind of feel the history at shrines, and it's a cool feeling. Now, not spiritual feeling, but could feel the weight of the time kind of on you so i guess it's kind of spiritual but it's definitely a feeling that's worth checking out yourself and again again some people might want to do a whole week of this thing like checking all of the famous shrines and stuff and that's cool if you want to but for me it's kind of like the grand canyon like you drive up look at there do a few head nods like wow cool and then you know you're done at the shrine though make sure you know you write a wish on one of those wood blocks, you know, you throw your coins in the bin, you ring the bell, clap your hands twice, walk around, you know, get a feel for it. Really enjoy it for a few hours at least. With castles, you know, it's more the same. You definitely want to check out at least one out, but it's, you know, not, it doesn't have to be a whole day event. If you have a choice, check out one that's not being like refurbished so much that looks like, you know, Walmart on the inside, which some of them are these days. But with the older, the better. The less touristy, the better. I mean, they're all pretty touristy at this point. And you will have, you know, multiple chances to buy omiyage of whatever flavor, color, size, shape, price point you want. But still, the less touristy, the better. Some of these castles are really cool to see. So you definitely should try to check one out if you get the chance. Next on my list is learn Japanese. Now, this is, of course, depends on your expected length of stay. But if you're listening to this and you are an LT or are going to be an LT in the future, you need to study the language. Now, I don't know the numbers, but... 
I would guess that maybe 5% of Japan can speak English in a way that you can actually talk. So you really want your experiences to be limited with hanging out with that 5%. Why do you want to limit your friends? Why do you want to limit your dating pool? If you're working in a country teaching English, learning Japanese really has a direct correlation with how much of a connection you can have with your students. And connections mean classes that are more fun, which means a more fun work life for you, which is why ltinsider.com exists. More fun work life for you in Japan. Now, during classes, of course, English is king and should be used as much as possible. But at lunchtime, recess time, if you're restricted to using only English with elementary school kids or junior high school kids, you won't have any sort of real conversation. Now, sure, you can yell animal names at each other or whatever as a game, and, and that's fun and cool. And if that's your only choice, please do that. But still, even like the simple act of being able to say like, wow, cool, after a fifth grader tells you like, I don't know, how awesome he is at soccer, it really has an effect that, oh, this person is listening to me. I can talk to this person. It's not like an English-speaking zoo animal that I can look at. I can look at him and watch him do his stuff, but I can't talk to him. Like you want to break out of that zoo experience, right? Like someone, people watch you and you just sit there and that's it, right? If you can't speak Japanese, it's much harder to do that. Now, if you make the effort, you can reap the rewards. Now, if you're not sure where to start or when you should start, altinsider.com forward slash learning Japanese will start you on your journey. Now, if you haven't started yet, start now. Don't wait. You know, it's pretty, it's actually, it's different than like an instrument or something. It's because like if you learn to play guitar, you, you suck for a month and you can't play any songs and then you finally can play a chord and no one cares, no one wants to hear it, right? But if you study Japanese, every day you could learn a new word Go out there and try to use it. You have an amazing opportunity to use it at, at your schools, right? Every day, try to use that new word and see what see, see the results, you know? That's like the fast track. Like every day, you can test what you've learned. There's no like downtime. It's just learn, test, learn, test, you know? That's a, it's an amazing opportunity you have if you're in Japan, so don't waste it. And also, just being able to turn on the TV and understand some of what's being said, even if it's not all, it's just, it's good. It's nice to be able to talk to your coworkers about your plans for the class and how to work to make a class better. You know, of course, some of your teachers will be good at English, but some of them won't. So it's better if you can, maybe if you could meet in the middle, like if both of your skills aren't that great, but still you meet in the middle, it's way better than having no way of communicating at all besides, you know, grunting or body language. It's nice to be able to order pizza without corn and mayonnaise. You know, it's it's a side benefit. But I mean, these are all pluses that require the work it takes to learn the language from you. Trust me, I know the ALT schedule. I know you have the time. You're not that busy. If you are that busy... With six, even with six classes, you're doing planning wrong and you need my help. So email me or check out my lesson plans because lesson planning shouldn't take you that long. I know you have free time unless you're working like three jobs or whatever. Lastly, the one thing that got, in you, that got into your head and made you want to come to Japan, do that thing. Now, I know it's there. I know there was that movie, the video game, or that picture, even a picture that got you excited about Japan and now you have the chance to do it. So you've got to do it. You know, don't wait. If you're only planning on being here for a year, do it in the first half of your year for sure. Too many ALTs I know put it off until they have time. Then that time never comes and their experience in Japan doesn't turn out to be everything to hope because they just didn't get around to it. Now, if you went to all the trouble of the interview process, especially if you're a jet and you went to that crazy get 10 references and write an essay about why you think Japan is cool and why you, who's your favorite famous person from Japan or whatever it is these days, you went through a lot of trouble to get to that interview, to get to get to job, right? You had to get a visa, you got a degree, you saved money, et cetera, et cetera. You owe it to yourself to do that thing that really got you excited about Japan in the first place, right? You did all that work once you do the thing that got you thinking about going to Japan in the first place. 
no matter what it is, how much money you have to save to do it, just do it. Now, the time leading up to that, I don't know, let's, let's say you're, the thing you wanted to do was climb Mount Fuji. The time, the months leading up to that Mount Fuji trip will be that give you that exciting feeling that just, you know, livens your day up, you know, when you're working. And then after you do it, you know, even if your job were really tough, you have all tough classes and you know you're going to go home in three months because, you know, the ALT thing just well, didn't turn out to be as awesome as you thought it was. Still, you have the experience from Japan to take home with you. Like, even if the work thing didn't work out, the country thing did work out because you got to do the thing you want to do the most. You know, you're in control of your own destiny as an ALT. Like, you have ample free time. Hopefully, you have some money saved. So just do it. And be sure to tell me how fun it is after you do it. I want to hear the thing that made you want to come to Japan. And I want to hear how fun it was when you actually did the thing associated with that movie, game, picture, whatever. Okay, let's get to the recap before we finish up here today. So you can go have a great day wherever you are. Whether you're teaching, you got a day off, you're preparing your resume, whatever you're doing. Let's let you go do it. Here's the recap. I don't know why, but I always imagine you are listening. You, yes, you are listening to this on the way to school on your bike, by the way, for some reason. Like, I know there's like a 0.001 chance that it's actually true, but if it is, please let me know so I can keep this dream alive. Because right now, I hear you listening to this podcast on a bike on your way to school. And there's like Mount Fuji in the background. And there's some Enka going on in the background. So, okay, anyways. <laughs> okay, first on my list of must-dos during your time in Japan is visit Tokyo. No, it's not a representative of Japan as a whole, but that's cool. It's a part of Japan you have to check out. There's an amazing experience waiting there for you. I promise it. Next, Find a favorite Japanese food after trying everything. Expand your horizons. Eat everything you have a chance to. Don't be scared. People have been eating this stuff for hundreds of years before you. Before you try that piece of fermented beans, people have eaten this for 100 years. It's fine. Just eat it. It tastes bad, but yeah, just try it. <laughs> Next was visit Hokkaido, Okinawa, both other big cities. Again, this basically just means visit somewhere outside of you, your town that you get placed in, right? And not just Tokyo, okay? Just get another look at Japan. It's going to be way different than what you experience. And, you know, go skiing, go surfing, ride a horse, climb a mountain, whatever it is, try the try to get the feel for different cities, you know. If you can, live in a different city. That's cool, too. Next was Hanami. It's just a good atmosphere and experience you need to try, along with all-night karaoke. You can do this one tonight, this weekend. Sing your favorite song of all time. Full throat, full volume. Enjoy it. Next was visiting a shrine or a castle. It's just a big part of the scenery and kind of feel of Japan, so don't miss out on that either. It doesn't have to be a whole week-long journey, trek, slalom, fantasy adventure. But just a day is fine. Soak in a shrine, soak in a castle. You won't regret it. Okay, next is learning Japanese. Now, I went through the why before, so I had to say this. Learning Japanese is like getting a multiplier on the amount of fun you can have in Japan. The more you learn, the higher your multiplier is. So, learn how to order food at a restaurant. That's like a two times multiplier. Learn how to ask for your visa forms at City Hall. That's like a four times multiplier. Learn how to introduce yourself to that cute person you met at the last tea ceremony club meeting. That's a 10 times multiplier. So the more you put in, the more you get out. Last on the list was do the thing that got you excited about Japan in the first place. This is the one you can throw away all the rest. Well, I don't throw away all the rest, but the other ones are of less importance if you do this one. The thing that got you excited about Japan, please go do it. Please see it. Try it. Whatever it was. You'll be thankful that no matter what your experience is like as an ALT, you at least did that. You know, in the end, you didn't come to Japan to be an LT. That was your vehicle to get here. So now that you're here, forget about your job for a second and do the thing that got you excited about doing that in the first place. Okay, guys and gals, that's it for me this week. For the show notes of everything I mentioned in this episode, go to ltinsider.com forward slash podcast eight. And as always, if you found this episode helpful, 
slash entertaining slash cool. Please leave me a review on iTunes and it really helps grow this show. Until next time, go do something on your own list of must-dos and be sure to have more fun while doing it. See ya. Thanks for listening to the ALT Insider Podcast. For more info on how you can have more fun working in Japan, visit ALTinsider.com. See you next time.